This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. And welcome back to the Five Rounds Podcast, the only podcast out there with the cardio for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags, and UFC is back. Yeah, the first uh, event of 2022 has just finished, UFC on ESPN 32, uh, uh, Calvin Qatar versus uh Giga Chikadze. Um, let's quickly run through these uh, these four prelims. Uh, all four of the prelims ended with decisions. Uh, firstly, coming in the lightweight division with TJ Brown getting the uh, the nod over Charles Rosa. Then in the featherweight division, uh, Brian Keller uh, got the, the the victory over Kevin Kroom. Uh, going up to the welterweight, Court McGee continuing his uh, his renaissance. Uh, with uh, the decision against Rami's uh, Brahimaj, and then uh, Jamie Pickett picking up the the decision against uh, Ugly Joe Holmes. Uh, Going on to the main card, six fights on this card, and we started uh, with another decision. Uh, Yes, uh, decision-heavy card this week. Uh, Opening up in the featherweight division, we had Bill Algio taking on Joe Anderson Brito. Uh, yeah, and it was a, a whilst it, it did go to a decision, it was a, a really kind of interesting fight. Um, for for me, quite quite tight. Um, the the first round um, started with both fighters uh, looking uh, pretty bright. Um, Algio uh, looking to to start off with the kicks and then to uh, to kind of use that momentum to uh, force uh, uh, into clinches. Uh, but Brito was was well aware for that and and came in and 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 got the takedown. Um, uh, Algio did try to kind of uh, to roll through with it and and uh, switch uh, the the takedown, but I absolutely didn't get a chance. Um, we see um, uh, Algio trying to kind of uh, get back to his feet, but uh, a great kind of crotch lock uh, by uh, Johnson Brito whilst up against the, the, the cage fence really keeps him in control. He then uh, lifts up um, um, Algio, carries him all the way around the octagon, like literally carrying him on his shoulders before uh, slamming him uh, down to the floor. Um, but uh, Brigo is is... 
Um, he's able to kind of like cushion the the blonde. Didn't really suffer too much damage because of it. But what he did do was he lost uh, he lost his position, and um, Brito was able to 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 work his way around uh, the back. Uh, events again in both legs in in for the hooks and and going for um, an attempt to rear naked choke. Really kind of slow and methodical about it. Uh, but Al- Algio really worked well by by spinning out and and just at the right time to to escape the the the, the submission attempt and end up with top position, landing some some big big shots. Uh, we see Brito then uh, go for the armbar, which uh, which isn't there, but he's able to to use that as a as a way to get back to the feet. Uh, again, Brigo, uh, Brito tries to take it down to the to the floor, uh, but Bill uh, Algio is able to 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 stuff this uh, this takedown. Um, yeah, so we we kind of end the first round uh, with Algio trying to keep um, Brito at bay uh, with the takedowns by landing uh, ranger jabs and and keeping him uh, away with the push kicks. And second round again, a lot of the same with Brito looking for for that takedown, uh, but um, Aljo was was way more wiser to it in this in this second round. Was able to sprawl, but also land a few elbows to kind of uh, um, give Brito something to think about. Didn't really work because all the way through the the round and pretty much all the way through the fight that's that was what he was looking for uh was to to try and get the takedown but Aljo really did well in in uh stuffing those takedowns um and then landing some some uh, big shots ended up landing a couple of really good knees um to to the point where um Brito then starts had to maybe change up his his, uh, his game can, uh, plan a little bit started landing a few nasty uh, leg kicks but all this was to to set up for the, for that that takedown and yet again goes for it goes for it and yet again he he's he's stuffed um Aljo uh, on this this third takedown it actually does uh, a really good job of trying to take the back uh, but Brito uh, is is wise to it uh, quickly got gets to onto his back and and, and gets uh, gets some attacks in from uh, from the bottom uh, we see uh, Aljo switching to side control. And then uh, uh, Brito is uh, landing some some big knees. Is able to to uh, stand up, and then lands a huge right hand. Um, Algio it just eats it. They end up clinching, and then with uh, with uh, the last round to go, again Brito is looking for that that takedown. Uh, Algio though. Uh, very wise to it, uh, so Brito starts again going to the the leg chops to kind of give Algio um, something else to focus on, so he can slide that uh, that takedown in. Uh, but um, Algio is is more wise to it, uh, starts to clinch more, uh, gets up against the fence, lands some good shoulder strikes, uh, breaks away to to try for a, for a knee which just misses. Uh, but then Brito starts uh, landing some big shots, uh, a couple of straights. Uh, we get a little bit of a break for uh, an airport, and and you can tell that this uh, this fight is kind of like slowing down now. Uh, Algio is, is happy to to trade punches. Uh, he actually then gets a takedown of his own, uh, gets into side control. 
um, Brito um, gives up the back and we see uh, Algio scoring some elbows, trying to land the chalk, uh, but the, the, the chalk is not there. Uh, and we we end the fight with with him uh, in control, but unfortunately, um, Brito did more work in in the in the, the the rounds and got the the very much warranted unanimous decision. Uh, only one judge gave him three rounds, uh, and the other two going for twenty nine, twenty eight. But uh, all three of them giving the uh, the victory to 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 Algio over over. Uh, Brito, so good victory for him. Very, very tight fight. Um, but yeah, um, Bill Algio kind of weathers a very, um, a, a very painful storm. Going up a, a division now to the lightweight division, we see uh, Dakota Bush um, looking to uh, to get it, finally getting the win column against Vyacheslav Borshev. Um, unfortunately, he he leaves this fight zero uh, two, and Borshev making his UFC debut uh, scores the the victory, and he actually scores the first finish of uh, of twenty twelve. Um, started quite um, entertaining. Uh, Bush uh, threw in a few uh, early high t- kicks. Uh, gets a few leg kicks in, um, misses a, a right hand, and, and we see kind of almost like a, a very tentative uh, Borshev. Um, the UFC did a really good job of, of kind of like promoting this guy, uh, showing a, a video package before the fight of, of just what he's able to do. So it was uh, interesting to see him not be not not doing any action in the, in the, the first minute or so. Really kind of. Uh, studying uh, Bush and, and seeing what Bush had in his arsenal, we see uh, him finally start to uh, to do something when when um, he throws a few punches uh, to, towards Bush, uh, and Bush uh, is able to avoid them and get the the action to the floor. Um, he Bush postures up, starts to land some ground and pound, uh, but we see Borshev uh, try and scramble. Uh, he ends up kicking away, uh, but Bush uh, pushes him back down and, and tries to keep the ball, uh, the fight on the floor. Um, Borshev uh, is able to uh, to roll out and get back to his feet, and then we see uh, Bush uh, trying to keep the pressure up, keep the momentum going, uh, but he started whiffing on a lot of his big shots. And then we see Borshev land a, a sweet uppercut followed by a hook. This really wobbles um, uh, Dakota uh, to the to the point where he starts really staggering. Uh, he's able to to really kind of gather his thoughts and then um, to slip be, behind uh, Borshev and and, uh, and try and uh, um, get some momentum back. But uh, Borshev is able to to stand and bang with him. Uh, Borshev is uh, then uh, gets out of the of the the position. Um, we see Bush crawling to his feet. He goes for uh, to uh, to shoot, which is quickly stuffed. And then um, we see some fighting going uh, towards the cage. We see uh, uh, Dakota Bush kind of backing off, and then. Uh, uh, Borshev lands a couple of shots to the to the body. Uh, first one looking quite innocuous, but the second one 
clean on the liver and it absolutely crumbles Dakota Bush to the point where the fat was was just over. Uh, Bush just crumbles to the floor. A uh, couple of shots for ground and pound. And this fight is is all over. A great debut victory for Vyacheslav uh, uh, Borshev. Uh, really kind of made a statement. Uh, and then did uh, his, his cool dance afterwards. Uh, so, yeah, a good victory for, for uh, Borshev. And a, a good uh, way to start 2022's uh, finishes. Next on the card was uh, in the women's flyweight division. A rematch from a, a couple of years ago. Kathleen Chukagian and Jennifer Mayer, both uh, women looking to push themselves back into title contention. Uh, and Chukagian, this is uh, her 10th UFC victory. And she actually broke a, a, a long-standing record for being the first fighter to not be able to get a finish in their first 10 UFC victories. Uh, All 10 of her victories coming via decision. And this one was absolutely uh, no different. Um, She she did really dominate the fight, to be fair. And not a lot of action uh, by by both ladies. Very kind of like nervy fight. Uh, It was a lot of... uh, Shots and then counter shots. Nothing, no kind of real uh, significant moments where somebody looked that, like they were they were in a a lot of a lot of damage. Uh, but we see some good right hands from Chukagian. See some uh, decent leg kicks from from uh, Jennifer Meyer. Uh, but we didn't see the the Jennifer Mayer that is the only person who's ever took a round off uh, Valentina Shevchenko, whether it was the, the pressure of wanting to get a win back against Catelyn or whether it was just Catelyn was, uh, was the much um, rounded, uh, much more solid fighter. Uh, but yeah, it just uh, it just didn't seem to be um, Jennifer Myers. Now every time she went for uh, a clinch, it, it seemed like uh, um, Chukagin was always uh, one step ahead. When uh, Jennifer Myers went for a trip, Chukagin was able to read it and end up in in top position. Um, uh, every time that um, that uh, Jennifer Myers looked like she was. Um, landing um, or looking to land one of those big power moves uh, Chukagin was shooting her down just by uh, matching in volume and, and just in, in output um, yeah it was um, a very a very cagey fight all the way, way through Catelyn uh, Chukagin did seem to be uh, uh, switching stances to try and maybe confuse uh, Jennifer Mayer and stop for stop those uh, attempts at takedowns and and that uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu from from being a factor in in this uh, in in this match and uh, what uh, Chukagin did really well was able to uh, pressurize uh, Mayer up against the cage and uh, able to um, get in her, things like her underhooks to just to just to show Mayer that she was able to control her and then pull away get back to the center and and do the the, the same thing all over again uh, very um, simplistic uh, fighting from 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 um, Chukagin but it absolutely works and the the fact that she's able to score 10 victories and this would this would end up being a fourth victory in a row uh which will certainly push her back into uh 
into um, the the main event status again. Um, whether this will have a uh, any effect on on her against Valentina Shevchenko, uh, I have my doubts, but it was certainly a a decent victory for for Catelyn Chukagin. Um and yeah, it's a back to the drawing board there for for Jennifer Meyer. So next on the card, we drop down to the flyweight division. Uh, Brandon Royval uh, taking on Rogerio Bontrin. Both these guys looking to kind of position themselves as uh, as the next contenders uh, once we get the Moreno versus Figueredo uh, battle sorted in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and and for uh, Brandon Rival, it looks like he's uh, he maybe has signed his his rematch with uh, Brandon Moreno uh, that fight from a couple of years ago was one of the one of the 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 very best fights of of the year. And to get there, he's gone through one of uh, potentially what could be one of the the best fights of 2022. A really uh, back and forth fight with Ruggiero Bontrin. Um, Brandon eventually gets the the split decision, but it was uh, very very close all the way through uh, uh, through the fight. First round um, started as brightly as as, as flyweights do. Uh, lots of uh, lots of um, Long range of shots from from Brandon Rival, who, who towered over his opponent uh, Ruggiero Bontrin, but the difference was Bontrin has a hell of a lot of power behind those arms, uh, where uh, Rival is someone who puts out a lot of uh, a lot of firepower, uh, but maybe not as powerful as as Bontrin's did. Um, but uh, we we see. Rival really kind of keeping um, Bontrin at bay with 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 kicks. Um, one one of uh, Bontrin's uh, kicks actually gets through and uh, uh, sweeps Rival off the off the ground. He he uh, he actually ate quite a few kicks to kind of set up for that because he 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 waited for for Rival to throw yet another kick. To, to be able to take the standing leg out, uh, but Rival is is back up straight away. Um, Bontrin uh, was using the, his fakes to kind of gauge the distance, uh, but then we see Rival with a big overhand right, then landing with a, a some some leg kicks, and then following up with a with a a, a knee. We see a, um, an attempt at a spinning back fist um, we, and Bontrin really kind of struggling with uh, finding a range. Uh, but uh, Bontrin takes advantage of the missed uh, spinning back fist to, to uh, wrap up um, Rival and drag him to the floor. Uh, gets some side control, holds him down on, 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 on the, the canvas for a little while. Uh, eventually let's go and then we see our rival using that as a as a get out clause to get back to his feet Bontrin lands a, a left whilst uh, whilst the two were, were getting up and rival starts uh, turning up the output a little bit uh, landing some some shots with his uh, with his hands uh, landing some more low kicks um, Bontrin whilst he didn't throw anywhere near as the amount as uh, as rival did. Uh, did land some some big shots of his own. Uh, with about a minute to go, ends up getting uh, another takedown. Uh, but Rival uh, was able to to um, score the more output from from his back with his, uh, getting his his legs up on the shoulders of 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 Bontrin and able to 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 push off and, and get back to his feet. 
second round, he came out to 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 essentially keep going uh, in the style that the the first round went, uh, landing low kicks, uh, using his raise to to um, to keep Bantrin at bay, uh, but Bantrin uh, lands a, a big uh, over overhand left, which uh, knocks um, Rival to the floor. Um, Rival um, obviously wasn't dazed by this because he instantly goes for the um, he instantly goes for the the triangle attempt, uh, but uh, Rival is able to to escape, get control of the back, um, which uh, Rival is aware of, and he he is able to manage to to escape uh Bontrin's uh, attempts at submission get himself uh back uh uh farting on on the, from the bottom um looking for for submissions but Bontrin is able to uh to just keep it calm and keep it collected and, and know that uh whilst Rival is dangerous on 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 the back that uh Bontrin also is is quite handy uh whilst grappling and he was able to hold on to the clinch uh but he uh, a little lapse in concentration sees uh Rival able to to get back to back to his feet and back to the fl- uh the floor Start training some punches. Uh, we see Bontrin then again try and get the uh, the the fire on the ground. Uh, gets the back again, but then Rival is able to turn it around and get back to the feet. So a very kind of cat and mouse style uh, round in this uh, in the second round. But Bontrin again is able to to get the takedowns. Uh, this round was uh, was all in favour of Bontrin. It was. Uh, Really did well with uh, with getting the fight to the ground, but Rival equally as good in defending and getting back to his feet uh, uh, quickly. With about a minute to go, we see um, Rival land a, a decent left, but uh, Bontrin fires back with a left of his own, which uh, wobbles uh, Brendan Rival, and we we see a little bit of uh, standing and banging before Bontrin goes for uh, another takedown uh, to finish the round on top and in control and to kind of really square this up and make this third round uh, a very, very important one. Um, Again, this third round came out and started exactly how the first and second one started with Rival uh, pushing the pace, uh, landing some uh, some low kicks, and then using his his long rangey punches to to keep uh, Bontrin at bay. Um, but Bontrin does land a huge punch uh, down the down the middle, um, which is uh, which is countered with a big uh, right hand to the body by by Brendan Rival. Um, throws another kick which Bontrin is able to catch and use that as a trip um goes for um uh, Bontrin goes for for to get inside but Rival is able to push him away um Bontrin ducks and goes um goes for another takedown whilst and whilst doing it eats a knee but still is able to to take the uh Rival to the ground from his back again, Rival is uh, looking very much so for for a submission attempt. Goes for a gorga plata, uh, goes for an arm bar, uh, but Bontrin is uh, is able to to um, to avoid them and also takes our control. Uh, Rival uh, attempts to sweep his way out. Uh, he's able to reverse and and get top position. Uh, Bontrin is uh, is doing well from from underneath. 
but but Rival um, quickly gets into half guard and starts putting weight and pressure onto uh, onto Bontering, uh, leading to him with the shoulders and then uh, poshing up and landing some some elbows. Um, landing some punches as well, but Bontrid is firing uh, back at, at Rival. Uh, but this kind of exchange on the bottom really—it um, was the last action of the fight, and and it was what set the two fighters apart. Really, like I said, a very razor thin um, decision, but that that kind of last. Um, control on the ground and, and ground and pound from Brendan Rival uh, really kind of shows that he definitely deserved the the victory. A very very tight victory. One of his, one of the the hardest fights he could have uh, come up with, and yeah, that uh, that'll push uh, uh, Brendan Rival uh, back into title contention. Hopefully, so after that, going into our core main event, uh, we had Jake Collier taking on Chase Sherman. Uh, the two big beefy heavyweights, uh, Jake Collier coming in looking pretty uh, saggy around the, the midsection, I suppose. Chase uh, Sherman looking like he's essentially carved out of granite. Um, and this is a, a Collier who has kind of followed the, 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 the long-standing tradition of big beefy heavyweights who go in and look for, for, for knockouts. But have very kind of little in terms of ground game or in terms of uh, uh, submission game. Um, but yeah, um, surprisingly, Jake Collier gets the victory over Chase Sermon uh, with a rear naked choke. Um, goes for an early um, low kick, um, and it, as he tries to kind of like circle around uh, Chase Sherman, lands a, a big right hand. Um, we see Sherman uh, swinging back um, and lands a big right of his own. Collier landing a couple of jabs, uh, gets some kind of a real kind of a form box boxing where they're both absolutely throwing some huge shots. Uh, Collier pushes uh, pushes the action forward, uh, gets the the fight to the ground, um, gets uh, gets quickly into mount, lands a huge elbow. Uh, we see a cut from on on Sherman's face, uh, big big punches. Um, so Sherman has to uh, give up his back to stop taking huge damage, and this is where we see uh, Jake Collier uh, wrap his arm around the neck of uh, Chase Sherman squeezes the life out of it uh, and Sherman has absolutely no option but to tap uh, Jake Collier picking up the uh, the the submission victory and it's uh, not, um, not a good uh, fight for Chase Sherman really kind of uh, disappointed didn't show what he could do in this but uh, Jake Collier uh, showing that there is more to his game than just uh, standing and banging and talking of standing and banging, uh, let's get into the main event. Essentially, this uh, this card was was all about this fight. Um, the other fights, uh, as as interesting and diverse, the fights were. Um, this uh, this card has only been pushed uh, for this this main event of, of Calvin Qatar taking on uh, Giga Chikadze, both fighters looking to. Uh, Push their way into uh, featherweight title contention. Um, both uh, coming 
coming in with a, a lot of heart. Jika Chikadza um, unbeaten in in the the UFC, really kind of a making a lot of waves in this uh, division. And uh, Calvin Qatar, obviously one of the the highest rate, higher rated uh, fighters uh, in the in the featherweight division. And this was always going to entertain, uh, but we may well see uh, a fight that come December is is counted in in uh, the best fights of of twenty twenty two because this was absolutely glorious to watch. Uh, both guys giving their absolute all. Uh, Calvin Qatar um, getting essentially the clean sweep. Winning every round on on the judges' scorecards, uh, but uh, Giga Kakadza uh, comes out of this uh, looking like somebody who has uh, a lot of heart and a, a lot of passion. Uh, the first round, uh, we actually do see a little bit of grappling uh, to, towards the end of it, uh, but the majority of it is what we see um, throughout. Uh, the whole of the fight, standing and banging, um, elbows, punches, kicks. The the ground game part of the of the first round actually came from uh, a whiffed kick from uh, from uh, Giga Chikadze. Uh, misses the 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 leg kick. He slips and um, Calvin Qatar he, he rushes forward to to get top position. Uh, we see him uh, focusing on, on trying to get a, uh, a submission, trying to land some, some big shots. Uh, and then he actually ends up falling into uh, a guillotine attempt for Articadzi. So um, it, it's looking like a bad move by, by Calvin Qatar. But able to slip out. Um, uh, quite a tense moment there, but um, Chikadza is able to um, to stay safe for, for the end of the round. Going into into the second to uh, and, and the third, it's it's a lot more of the same. Uh, Calvin Qatar um, looking to land some big big shots. His elbows were brutal all the way through the through the fight, uh, and Chikadza uh, just didn't have the the kind of power that that Calvin Qatar had, but certainly in the in the second and third had more uh, of the output. Um, it was just that whenever uh, Qatar landed, you could see it hurt uh, Chikadza uh, a lot more. It was doing a lot more damage. Uh, Chikadza's shots um, weren't um, weren't hurting uh, Cal- Calvin as much as Calvin's shots were were hurting Chikadza, and the output from. Uh, uh, from Calvin actually increase all the way through the fight where uh, uh, Gigas you could definitely see there was a, a, a drop off when you get to the the, the fourth round. Um, very you could see that the the there was a lot of energy spent in those first uh, two or three rounds because when we get to like the fourth round, it's almost like the the two guys are moving through molasses. Uh, we see that there's a lot of blood all over Chikadze's face. Uh, he's looking very kind of almost punch drunk a lot of the time. Uh, and and Qatar, whilst he still has a quite a high volume of shots, uh, you can tell that they've lost that that uh, spring. 
but he's still able to to land some huge shots. Both guys had chins like absolute granite, taking some big, big shots. Uh, but Qatar's uh, elbows and uh, the 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 leg kicks were doing a, a lot more damage than than uh, Jika Chikadze's were. Um, going into into the fifth round, it was quite clear that uh, Chikadze needed the finish. Uh, and unfortunately, he wasn't able to to get it. Um, he's not through lack of trying, though. He absolutely threw everything he had at, at Calvin Qatar uh, to the point where he was sometimes making uh, some mistakes. There was a, a kick that uh, Calvin Qatar was able to catch, uh, but uh, Chikadze was uh, was able to escape from that. Um, Qatar just kept walking forward and, and landed some big, big shots. And Chikadze was uh, was kind of slowing down, but but throwing the heavier shots, almost like he was having to load up on on the shots. We see an attempt at a question mark kick. Uh, blood just he almost looked like Kratos from God of War. The amount of blood that was that was pouring down his face um, and. W- Whilst Chikadze was still looking for the for the bigger shots, it was actually Qatar that was landing the most. I think in the fifth round he landed over seventy shots, which uh, which was his highest all the way through the fight. Um, coming to the last second, we see Chikadze slip, uh, and uh, Qatar uh, is able to get top control, and and that's where we 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 end the fight. And Calvin Qatar um, really dominated this fight and really stood out. And put himself in prime position to face uh, uh, to face the 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 winner of the upcoming featherweight title fight. Um, so that'll be uh, um, an interesting fight to to go and see. But definitely go and check out the this this uh, um, Qatar and Chikadze fight. It was absolutely superb. Uh, and the thing with this uh, ESPN on thirty two card is that it's actually just a teaser for next week's huge huge card um like we get the two title fights uh in, in on this card but uh we've we've got the 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 likes of Saeed Nurmagomedov taking on Corey Stammard uh Alexei Olenek hopefully beating the living piss out of Greg Hardy uh but we've got Brandon Moreno defending his uh his title in the the trilogy fight against Davidson Figueredo and then we've got that grudge match at heavyweight. Um, not only is it Francis Ngannou looking to beat interim champion Cyril Gagne, but also kind of put himself in a position to beat Dana White uh, in terms of uh, in terms of his contract. So yeah, definitely uh, tune in next week to uh, to um, hear what what I thought of uh, of UFC 270 but yeah that's uh that's pretty much all from me for for this week uh I want to first of all thank you all for for listening yeah I know it's been a um a slog over this uh this Christmas and New Year period with no UFC and kind of having the uh the filler content and yeah it's just just great to have actual fighting uh back so um hopefully uh it won't be uh too many weeks away for the usc as we're going to uh the the rest of 2022 uh but yep you can follow me on social media at podfather mags follow carlos uh 
at Kirby underscore Carls. Follow the show at Five Rounds Pod, and definitely go and check out uh, some of the the rest of the awesome content creators on the the networks that we are very very proud to be a part of. So that's Visionaries Global Media, that's Radio Techers, and that's of course here on Chairshot Radio. So uh, thank you all for listening, and that is the end.